What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Cat Brooks. Musical prodigy Christopher LaBelle Jones was just 17 years old when he was gunned down on his mother's porch on New Year's Eve 2010 in a tragic episode of street violence. Since that time, his mother, Brenda Grisham, has been fighting for justice for her son and all families, mothers, fathers, children, and and really grinding uh, in the work to, to create peace on Oakland streets. For the last two years, she's hosted a conference for families impacted by community violence. The conference called The Experience, with an X, not an E, y'all, conference uh, is happening this Saturday, December 3rd in San Leandro. Good morning, Mama Brenda. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. I ain't going to take too much of your time because I, I, we was on the phone yesterday and you was directing like 17 people to do 23 things. So I know that you were super duper um, busy, but I, we wanted to, to, to give you an opportunity to, to holler at the people about what is happening on Saturday. Talk to us about the purpose of the conference and what kinds of topics are going to be covered. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about the conference this year. I've had parents calling me all morning, making sure that they're on the list. Um, but the conference is for families of homicide victims and also their friends. They're bringing family members that weren't actually directly affected, bringing friends. Um, because it's time for us to start healing as a collective community. And they want their friends to understand how Trump, how their trauma is affecting their life as well. The most important piece of Saturday will be the piece that we're doing with you, um, the one struggle, one fight that's very important today. We have to know as well. We all are fighting the same fight. We're all trying to heal each other. We're all trying to make our life better. We're all trying to make our city safer. And by coming together and, you know, looking at all the issues and not just looking at the issues, when we walk away from the room on Saturday, we want to have a plan to start putting things in a place so that people can be helped and healed um, as a collective unit. A couple of years ago, there was a, a concerted effort to divide, uh, to, to, to create fractures between families that have lost their, their loved ones to to community violence and those that have lost their loved ones to police violence. And um, I had met Mama Brenda through an art project. I actually got to play her in a in a, a piece that she and some other mothers uh, co-penned together about their experiences. Um, and so I reached out and, and was like, man, we all want the same thing. And she agreed. And so we had the first session last year um, where we brought these families together to be able to talk and, and, and talk honestly about their experiences. Mama Brenda, if you could talk a little bit about last year and what your takeaways from that session were. Well, I actually didn't sit in on the session because I was in a different session, but everybody that was in the session wanted to know what we were doing again this year. They found a new awareness about the fact that we are all are in the same space. We're not in different spaces. We're not in different places. We all are at the same um, level of grieving and trying to get past the grieving. So they were very excited. Um, they were so excited. Like I keep telling people, I had to go in there and tell them, okay, it's time to eat. Y'all want to come out? Can you come out and get some food? Um, and that was very exciting for me to know that the conversation that was in the room was so helpful for them that they didn't want to come out. Yeah, I mean, and, and so this... <laughs> 
year. The session has been expanded uh, for, by by some minutes, so we have a little bit more time. Mama Brenda, we have a new mayor and a new city council makeup. I want to know, what do you hope to see as far as a new direction for creating peace and safety on Oakland streets? Well, I just want to see just what you said, a new direction, because what's been going on wasn't working. Uh, you know, so we got to Put people in positions and let them stay there, not run over into somebody else's job. If you have people that are geared and, you know, certified in mental health, that's who needs to be dealing with mental health cases. The OPD ain't got no business going to a scene with mental health people, um, situations unless they need to come. So most of our problem is the fact that we doing somebody else's job. So everybody needs to stay in their lane and whoever's in office can't just keep throwing out the same thing to a bunch of people. If you got 500 people trying to do violence prevention programs, violence interrupters, who's on second base? Because everybody on first base. So something is always lacking. So I'm hoping that, you know, they get a good picture of what needs to be done on both ends um, because we're trying to help everybody. It's not, you know, we're trying to help these people. We're not trying to corner this block over here because there's no blocks to be cornered. There's lives to be saved. And, you know, if you do it efficiently, it will work out better. You know, I could say so much about people staying in their lanes, but I'm going I'm to mind my mouth this morning um, because 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 we are right. Like we, we, we moving towards creating peace on, on, on these streets and ev- everybody, every org, all of us have a role to play. And we just need to do the things that that do our job. <laughs> Yeah, we just need to do our job. The, the things that we do best that are going to serve the people we say that we are here to serve. Mama Brenda, you are you are an inspiration to me. I mean, I, I stalk you on the socials, you know, and we both be moving so fast we don't talk nearly enough. Yeah, I be watching. Right. Like, what what is she doing today? You too. <laughs> uh, but you're an inspiration. <laughs> what what gives you the strength to continue? They, like to get up every day and do this work as you've been doing f- for over a decade. Because it is needed and, um, you know, we have a lot of people that aren't honestly doing this, you know, to get a check. I could be doing something else, but I see the need for people that have been there, done that, to kind of help other people navigate through um, getting their lives back together. And there's many different aspects to it. Jobs, you know, family counseling, talking to your kids, talking to, you know, just giving little tidbits of what's going to work for them. Because I can't. I don't know how the next mother feels because Christopher was my son. So they can't tell me they know how I feel because I lost my son. That wasn't your child. So you can't say that just because you lost a child because everybody is at a different stage of grieving. And once we learn that, and I teach them all the time. I talked to a parent this morning for a long time. And I said, you know, all of us are at a different stage in grieving. So you can't sit us in a room and throw out these tidbits and think it's going to touch every single body in there because it's not. I do a lot of one-on-one with parents. They come to my office. We sit, we cry, we talk and all that other kind of stuff. Um, and it, you know, that's what it is. I mean, the joy, you know, that I'm helping somebody is really good for me. For impacted families or supporters of impacted families uh, who want to attend the conference or want to support the work of the Christopher Lavelle Jones Foundation, where do they go? 
Um, to www.cljfoundation.com. The link to the conference is on there, and they could sign up. It's free. We're going to feed you free. We're going to talk to you free, and we're going to talk to each other for free. (laughs) And hopefully (laughs) we'll take away, you know, take away from there something. At least if one thing touches the people that are there, that's a start. We can't feel that we're going to fix everybody's problems tomorrow. I mean, on Saturday. But, you know, I think it's going to be a start. that's it's going to be good. So a lot of new people coming this year, and that's good because they heard about last year and they want to come this year. Well, I am excited to see you on Saturday. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. You're welcome. I look forward to seeing you too. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox Five. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam.